What's up, everyone? Uh, this is Dan from The Greatest Story Ever Played. Welcome to another episode of SideQuest, our audio adventures into stuff that doesn't really belong on the main feed. Uh, typically, it's either not video games at all, or maybe it's only video games adjacent. So, uh, this is the feed for that. We, I, I still want to be able to talk about things that aren't video games, and so this is a good place for it. Uh, today, I'm going to continue talking about The Walking Dead TV series with uh, Season 4. Uh, like the previous episodes, I am going to do 10 highlights I had from that season. Uh, these can range from small details that I kind of liked to something big. Um, it can really kind of go all over uh, as to what I think about it. If you want a deep dive into Walking Dead stuff, I recommend an, a Walking Dead podcast itself. Uh, as they'll go further than I do, but uh, I don't know. This is a fun way to get to talk about a show I really enjoy. So, uh, with that, we will uh, begin. Walking Dead Season 4. Uh, my first highlight is uh, that Daryl's basically a celebrity. <laughs> this is pretty funny to see. In the first episode, Daryl like, comes back after, I don't know, going hunting and bringing back some animals. And he walks up and... Their group is huge. There's probably like 40 or 50 people in their group now, and they're all like, Hey, Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Daryl, thank you for killing that boar. It was so tasty. You're the best. Kind of thing like this. And it's pretty funny that Daryl's just kind of shifted. Uh, you know, normally he's kind of uh, his own guy off to the side, and that he's, you know, full celebrity mode, <laughs> uh, how people treat him. Daryl's still Daryl, but it's funny that... The world treats him that way, and I imagine that by this point in the television show, he's uh, risen to that way in real life, that Daryl's like the guy that people all love on the show at this point, and uh, I thought that was pretty funny <laughs> to see. My second highlight is this season has Farmer Rick for the first half of it. Rick's uh, given up leadership, he's given up violence, he is trying to find another way. Herschel really encouraged this um, and got Rick into, like, farming and stuff like that. So Rick will, like, not even carry a gun uh, when he's doing stuff. Like, he's just like, well, I, I, you know, I don't need it. Um, all, all of that kind of thing going on. And it's, it's interesting to just sort of see this. So last season, Rick almost kind of loses himself. Um, after Lori's death and now to sort of prevent himself from losing it becoming violence and all of that he's just given it up he's really gone the other way and the group now has like a, a council that's led by five people Rick's not one of them so Rick's sort of like the revered guy off to the side oh um but he's not um in charge he doesn't make rules people the council does that, and Rick's just kind of a guy. And I, I feel like it would almost be like what um, United States would be like when George Washington stops being president and he steps aside and someone else takes over. It's sort of an interesting thought. You know, Rick's always been the leader of our group, and now they're, like, kind of figuring out a new way sort of thing. So, it, yeah, it's interesting to uh, observe. Uh, another highlight from the season, or my highlight, my third highlight uh, from this season is this sickness storyline. So something that happens 
this season is a sickness comes. Uh, I think the pigs get sick from something, and it makes all the people sick. They essentially get like a bad flu, but because they don't have really medicine, they can't combat it, and it ends up uh, just spreading that people can die from it. Uh, you end up having some sick people uh, die, come back as walkers, and then kind of wreak havoc on the other sleeping people. Uh, it's a total mess. Early on in the sickness, uh, the first two people that are sick, Carol ends up killing in their sleep and burning their bodies. Uh, one of them is uh, Tyrese's girlfriend. Her name's Karen. Uh, and so Tyrese is kind of on a warpath after that. But uh, Carol kills them, but no one knows who did it. And so there's this sort of mystery for a little while of who killed the sick people. And um, we find out it's Carol, and Carol being um, pragmatic and just being like, we couldn't let the sickness spread, so I tried to stop it the way I thought I could. Um, which is not great. Um, Carol's pragmatism uh, becomes a thing for sure as the seasons go. And when Rick figures it out, he actually kicks her out of the group. He goes on like a run with her while the group is out doing stuff. And he packs like stuff for her and gives her stuff and he's like, you're going to go on. Um, you can't be in our group anymore. And she's like, it's fine. Like, I did what I needed to. And Rick's like, Tyrese isn't going to see it that way. And Carol's like, well, I can handle Tyrese. That's fine. And Rick's like, I can't handle you being under this roof. I have Judith. I have Carl. That's not, I'm not okay with this. Yeah, a sort of thing. And so Carol gets kicked out. And you're like, I get why Rick's doing this, but it's pretty crazy. Like, um, Carol tries to kind of defend and be like, how, how, you're like killing me. And she's like, Rick's like, no, you're not. No, I'm not. You're super capable. You'll find another group who doesn't know. You're going to move on. It will be fine. Uh, and this is interesting. We haven't seen anyone be kicked out before, anything like that. Um, but Rick doesn't. Uh, next up, we have the governor come back. Um, highlight number four. The governor comes back, and uh, he's rallied a new army. He, he goes through that. You have a new assault on the prison. Um... And the assault on the prison is pretty good. It wraps up this storyline well. Uh, ultimately, the prison's destroyed. Uh, most of the red shirts get killed, and the governor gets killed, and it sort of wraps that up. And I think that this, uh, what this would have been if this was the season finale, last season, it probably would have made season three pretty good. Um, it wasn't, and so instead, the new showrunner, Scott Gimple, for season four, he has to kind of uh, fix the governor uh, storyline and wrap it up. And I think he does it actually pretty well for um, being dealt a bad slash stupid hand. Uh, I think he, he made it work. Uh, this episode's uh, really strong. So that's uh, my fifth highlight. For my sixth highlight, or no, that was my fourth highlight. My fifth highlight is the speech Rick gives to the governor uh, at this point. 
the speech Rick gives to the governor right before the attack. Uh, so the governor has Herschel and Michonne captured, and his plan is, Rick, you and your people will leave the prison. If you don't, I'm going to kill Michonne and Herschel, and then I'll come kill the rest of you. However, if you leave the prison, I'll give you them back and we can move on. That's, that, that's sort of the setup. And so Rick gives a speech uh, to the governor before the uh, attack happens that's really good. Um, I gotta, I've got it here, so I'm going to read it. I think this is um, one of the best Rick speeches. Throughout The Walking Dead, you get a lot of good speeches from Rick and sometimes other characters. Um, but this one, I think, is uh, top tier. I think it's very good. Rick says this. He says, We can all... We can all live together. There's enough room for all of us. More than enough, we'd live in different cell blocks. We'd never have to see each other until we're all ready. It could work. You know it could. Look, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Fact is, it's going to be a hell of a lot harder than standing here and shooting at each other. But I don't think we have a choice. We're not leaving. You try and force us, we'll fight back. Like you said, the gunshots will just bring more walkers out here. They'll take down the fences. Without the fences, this place is worthless. Now we can all live in the prison, or none of us can. You! You and the ponytails. Is this what you want? Is this what any of you want? Look, I fought him before. And after, we took in his old friends. They've become leaders in what we have here. Now put down your weapons, walk through those gates. You're one of us. We let go of all of it, and nobody dies. Everyone who's alive right now, everyone who's made it this far, we've all done the worst kinds of things just to stay alive. But we can still come back. We're not too far gone. We get to come back. I know we all can change. Is what the governor responds. He chops off Herschel's head. The assault ensues. It's fucking nuts. Um, but the speech by Rick is fantastic. I love it. It's so good. Um, every time I've seen it, I really immensely enjoy it. It's fantastic. So after the assault on the prison, this leaves our group fragmented. Uh, this is my highlight number six, which is uh, the group split up after the prison. Uh, I think this is one of the best sections in the show, period. So you've got five groups. You've got Rick and Carl, and then Michonne joins them a little bit later. Uh, this is good in uh, Carl, I think, getting to grow up a bit more here. You have Carl and Michonne's friendship being important. They also think Judith died, um, so Rick and Carl are both fucked up by that. And Carl or and Rick is physically fucked up. His body's not doing well. The governor beat the shit out of him. Um so you, you have them kind of trying to figure out what to do. Then you've got Daryl and Beth together. Uh, them split up and them being so different. Um, you know, Beth is not a fighter like a lot of the other characters, um, but that she's still surviving, that she's still pursuing and pulling her weight. And then Daryl, you know, ultimate survivalist kind of thing. Then you've got Maggie, Sasha, and Bob uh, together. And... Then you have Tyrese, Lizzie, Mikia, and Judith. Um, and then Carol ends up joining them a little bit after. So Carol, I guess, showed up at the prison 
kind of as the assault was ending and she saw the girls kind of go off into the woods so she followed after them to try to meet up with them uh this culminates in uh the look at the flowers episode which is uh terribly sad and uh giant giant mess and then um last group you have glenn and tara so tara was in the governor's group um but uh she's who rick was referring to in the ponytails she was there but she didn't want to fight she doesn't end up shooting anyone she doesn't use her gun at all um and but just kind of survives she ends up kind of trapped and glenn rescues her and is like you need to help me find my wife um and kind of enlist tara in that quest for them uh all five of these groups too um as they're split up they do end up seeing uh signs on the train tracks that say terminus those who arrive survive that there's a um uh, a safe place to go so independently of each other our various groups start to head that way um which is uh interesting and made for a, a bunch of bottle episodes people don't get there till the last episode so you just have each of these groups sort of their own episode on their own some of them i think do cut a little bit like i think that the glenn tara and maggie sasha bob episodes might overlap some but you do have ones where it's just rick carl and michonne um you do have ones that are just daryl beth uh that kind of thing so it's cool um how they chose to do this and i think it was good it was almost like having a small movie with a group of characters but also i think probably the first time you could go episodes without seeing certain characters like uh there's definitely one daryl daryl and beth episode at least if not two and one that's uh just the carol tyrese look at the flowers episode and so you don't even see rick in those which before this you know our group's always been together and so you always see your kind of key characters so it was interesting to have your stories told this way i thought that was cool uh highlight number seven is glenn and tara in their journey they meet uh abraham eugene and rosita uh which was cool having them kind of come across our group's paths um they meet them you find out that uh eugene says he's a scientist that he knows what caused the Walker outbreak and that he knows how to flip the script um, and fix it. But he has to get to Washington to do that. Uh, Abraham and Rosita have been teamed up with him since then, trying to get him to Washington, along with anyone else they can enlist in their endeavor, uh, which included other people who have since died, and now they're trying to recruit Glenn and Tara into this. Uh, I, I thought this was cool. It was a cool introduction. And your your time with them, I, I wanted more of uh, Abraham, Eugene, and Rosita. I was, I was curious to see what they were like. And uh, yeah, that, that was kind of cool. Highlight number eight is Daryl joining the Claimers after Beth is gone. Uh, so Daryl and Beth are together. But then there's a point where they're hanging out in a morgue. That's like the spot they've held up in. Walker's attack, um, and Beth runs out. Uh, Daryl like buys her some time and is going to meet her out there. But when Daryl gets out, he sees a car driving away, and Beth is gone. And so Daryl doesn't really know what happened. And while he's on his own, he's um just kind of 
wandering and he stumbles upon a group uh, called the Claimers. Uh, these are rough dudes, I would say, guys who are like Daryl except evil, almost. They're kind of survivalist. The world ended and they've continued fine. I guess it would be probably a lot like Merle, if Merle and Daryl hung out with a group of people that were just like them. That's sort of what these people are like. And I think these are really good uh, small-tier bad guys. So last episode I mentioned how the governor is like a big bad kind of thing. Um, but throughout The Walking Dead, you do meet minor bad guys who are relevant for a couple episodes. And uh, these ones are great. They're they're not like an overarching threat. They're not like the governor where it's a community of destroyers uh, sort of thing, your next adversary. Instead, it's small. It's, I don't know, six, seven guys. Not big. And their rules are pretty simple. Don't break the rules. We won't beat your ass. If you do break the rules, we will. Um, if you want something, you just have to say dibs, basically. Claimed. That's mine. That's about it. Um, and so they kind of survive together. Joe's their leader of sorts. And they're uh, just rough people. But uh, Daryl joins up with them, kind of realizing, I can't be alone, so I guess I'll do this. Highlight number nine. Uh, culminates with the Claimers trapping uh, Rick, Michonne, and Carl. Earlier uh, in one of the previous Bottle episodes, uh, the Claimers stumbled upon the house where Rick and company were staying. Rick had to kind of uh, discreetly escape, and he killed one of their guys and had him come back as a walker to kind of be a distraction and Rick, like, slipped out, and him, Michonne, and Carl uh, made it away. The claimers, though, had been tracking them and uh, ultimately caught up with Rick and company. And you get a standoff uh, where Rick and company are captured, all the claimers are there, and Daryl was sort of in the background, and he comes up and he recognizes, oh my gosh, that's my people. And so he tells Joe, hey, don't hurt them. Uh, you know, if you want blood, that's fine. You know, take it from me. You can beat me up. But let them go. They're good. And Joe says, well, they're not good. They killed our friend. That's a lie. So we're going to beat your ass too. And so you have this kind of beatdown going all over where uh, characters are either being be beat up or held up with guns. Daryl's getting beat up. Um, Carl is uh, captured by a dude Michonne has a gun on her, and uh, Joe has his gun on Rick. And Rick uh, kind of recognizes the peril of the situation, and he, like, headbutts Joe and then bites Joe's neck out and, like, spits it out. And it's uh, gory as hell and is super awesome. But also it brings this, like, what-the-fuck moment. Everyone's like, wait, what? And uh, Team Rick, uh, his people... They're able to subdue. They kill all of the claimers there, uh, except for the one who has Carl. He has a knife on him, and he's like, "Oh, don't, don't do it! Uh, like, I've got your boy." And Rick's just like, "He's mine!" And he just goes, and uh, the dude uh, just gets gutted, uh, and you know, Rick's just stabbing him over and over. While Carl looks on and Michonne holds him. It's it's uh, fucking brutal. 
uh, afterwards, the next day, next day, Rick's like sitting next, like that happened at night. The next morning, Rick's like sitting by the car. His hands are shaking. He's just covered in blood. And uh, Daryl sits down and talks to him. And uh, in their conversation, Rick tells Daryl, he's like, you're my brother, uh, which is nice. That was a good moment. That scene's really good. This is one of my favorite scenes, I think, in The Walking Dead 2, of just the claimers come, and then Rick and company just rack them. It's pretty cool. Um, so that's highlight number nine. Uh, lastly, highlight number ten, uh, Daryl, or Rick, Daryl, Michonne, and Carl head to Terminus. They arrive there, and they get captured by the people of Terminus. Uh, you get there, and to like have it not be kind of scope it out see that rick wants to see them first they like sneak in through the back uh they get in they head to the front part and when they get there they see all these items that uh their friends had so they see like herschel's watch that glenn had they see the poncho that daryl used to wear at times they see the orange backpack um all of these kind of items and they they realize that their friends have uh been killed or captured by these people and so rick and company try to like shoot back and fight back and what happens is they get shot at and they get led uh ultimately to a spot where they're going to be put in a train car and as they're running uh it's pretty cool you see uh the letter a at five plus doorways or areas they go through that they're on the a path quote unquote and then once they're outside of the boxcar, uh, the boxcar has an A on it, and so the Terminus people herded them um, into their boxcar. Ultimately, they get put in there, um, uh, captured. I thought this was really good. I knew that they got led in there and all of that, um, and I've noticed the A before, but this time I just noticed it so many times, and I thought that was really cool uh, just to see again. Uh, it's really smart by the Terminus people and really well shown by uh, the director or cinematographer, whoever was in charge of that. I, I thought it was shown well. It was a good idea. Super cool. Um, also in this, when they uh, get captured, uh, Gareth, the leader of uh, Terminus, has them uh, line up and he gives them nicknames that I liked. He says, ringleader, archer, samurai, kid, go into the boxcar in that order. Uh, uh, kind of thing. I thought I like those uh, nicknames. I thought that was cool. When they get inside of the boxcar, they find that all of their friends are there, uh, which is cool. And Rick ends the season saying they're going to feel pretty stupid when they realize that they're screwing with the wrong people. Um, and so you're kind of left on a we got the squad back together, like watch the fuck out Terminus. Um, and you're excited for season five. So pretty cool. I, I like this uh, quite a bit for that. Now, moving to kind of uh, last couple things, our superlatives, I guess you might call them. Uh, best episode. Uh, my best episode, I would say, is Too Far Gone. That's season four, episode eight. That is when the governor attacks the prison. That's the Rick speech I read, all of that stuff. That's uh, my favorite episode this season. It's probably top five maybe top three maybe number one of favorite episodes of walking dead in general for me 
it's super good. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, I would also recommend watching the back half of the season, episodes 9 through 16, where it's all of those bottle episodes, everyone kind of making their way to Terminus. All really good. I'm a big fan of that section of the show. And really most of the season before, uh, the attack is good. The sickness storyline was good. Season 4 is a good season. Um, the episodes that were less good were the one... Uh, there's one episode where the governor... It's like a governor backstory episode where it kind of sets him up for re-raising an army to be able to do the attack. That one's not as good. Um, but really, season 4 is high quality. High quality, um, and especially 8 onwards, are quite good, in my opinion. Uh, MVP, I am going to cheat and give a tie here. Uh, the MVP is Daryl and Rick for me this season. Uh, the reason it's a tie is for Daryl, you know, you, you have full, uh, I guess, sight here that he's the big character that's not Rick on the show. He's super involved. Um, AMC's clearly aware of it at this point that he's like the guy they're going to use. And so he's got a bunch of stuff he does in it that, you know, getting treated like a celebrity at the front is fun. Um, that he has his own episodes with Beth. Um, they're giving him stuff to carry. He's he's important at this point. Um, and then on the opposite side of for Rick, um, those first several episodes, Rick's prominent, but he's not the Rick that you're used to, right? He's, he's Farmer Rick and all, all of that. But I think that the second half of the season brings full Rick around, where Rick kind of realizes, I've got to do what I can to keep my family alive. I'm going to do whatever I need to for Carl. So in like biting the claimer's neck out, all, all of that stuff. Um, I guess if I was forced to give it to someone, I'd give it to Rick over Daryl. But I think a, I think a tie is worthy because of um, Rick's not even in every episode in the back half of the season, nor is Daryl, but Daryl is sort of more important for 4A, the first half, and then he has important stuff in 4B. Rick uh, is more 4B as that transformation and Too Far Gone and uh, that episode and all of that. So I'm going to give it a tie uh, for MVP this time. I think they're both important. And I think this is a spot where Walking Dead has some really strong footing of these are our people we're pushing this forward. This is what's going on. Um, overall, for this season, uh, the first half, you do have some cleanup from Season 3. I mentioned how Season 3 is kind of a clusterfuck to end. Season 4 does wrap that up well, and they only take a few episodes to do that uh, while also doing the sickness storyline. Um, and they cleaned it up well. That's not like... Just clean up and, oh, they had to do it. Um, too Far Gone, as I mentioned, one of the best episodes. But it also does end a storyline that probably should have ended last season. So there's that. It pays off well. And then the second half of this season is fantastic, as I mentioned. I love these bottle episodes. They were so great. Uh, getting to be with uh, all of our survivors and ultimately go to Terminus and hope maybe this is a good place. This is the place we've been hoping for. Uh is awesome. It's so good. Um, so, season four, huge fan. Um, highly recommend re-watching this. Like, if you haven't watched it in a while, I would go back. I'd just start with Too Far Gone and watch those bottle episodes up to Terminus. I, um, 
I would say right now, um, we'll, we'll see as the rewatch continues, but I think that Too Far Gone, um, episode eight, through the first several of season five's episodes, that might be the best run of the show, where there's a solid like 12 episodes where they're all just sick. They're all so good. Uh, so that's that's sort of my thought. So this one being a, a bulk of that streak. Um, is some of the best Walking Dead content that's ever been made. Um, and success of like good episode after good episode after good episode stuff. So definitely recommend it. Uh, you should check it out. Um, yeah, I guess that's what I've got on season four. Uh, if you'd like to talk more about Walking Dead, I would love to. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at StoryEverPod. Um, yeah, I love I love talking about this show. Our website's thegreatestoryeverplayed.com. Uh, that's a backlog of all of our episodes that uh, are about video games. We've done the Telltale series, Walking Dead, um, among a bunch of other like post-apocalyptic stuff, too, and other games. But check that out uh, if that interests you. And um, yeah, I'll uh, catch you next time.